ransomware dwell times hit new lows, tech companies and security firms protest new EU vulnerability disclosure rules, Apple and Atlassian patch more zero days, and the Peach Pit ad fraud botnet hits the mat. This is Risky Business News, prepared by Catalan Campanu and read by me, Caitlin Sorry. Today is October 6, and this podcast episode is brought to you by Proofpoint. Threat actors are deploying ransomware on breach networks faster than ever before. According to SecureWorks, over the last year, the median dwell time for ransomware groups on hacked networks has fallen from 4.5 days to less than one day. The company says ransomware is being deployed within one day of initial access more than 50% of the time, and within five hours of initial access in 10% of cases. A Russian university has developed a social credit scoring system inspired by the one used in China. Named We, the platform has been developed by the Russian State Social University in Moscow and is undergoing testing. The We system will produce a social score for Russians based on their personal life, education, financial status, criminal record, public life and internet activity. Work on the platform began in July 2022 and the first version is now being tested on the university's students. Back in 2018, Russian officials described a Chinese-style social scoring system as a threat to Russia. A group of more than 50 tech experts and organisations have signed an open letter asking EU officials to rethink Article 11 of the upcoming EU Cyber Resilience Act. The article would force all software vendors to disclose vulnerabilities to the ANISA and national CSERT teams within 24 hours of vendors discovering them in the wild. The open letter signatories argue that sharing such information before patches are out could lead to security agencies abusing the same bugs for intelligence and surveillance operations. They also argue that sharing this information could provide clues for other threat actors to discover and abuse the same bugs. The letter signatories include Google, Arm, the EFF and many of today's top security vendors like Bitdefender, ESET, Trendmicro, Rapid7 and Tenable. The U.S. House of Representatives has passed a bill that would remove education requirements from federal cybersecurity jobs. The Modernizing of Acquisition of Cybersecurity Experts Act, the bill is the latest attempt to address the supply shortage of cybersecurity experts in federal government. The bill passed with a 394 to 1 vote and is now headed to the Senate, where it is expected to pass. Human security has disrupted the operations of Peach Pit, a large ad fraud botnet operated by a threat actor named Badbox. The group assembled the botnet by selling backdoored Android TV streaming boxes on popular online stores and by spreading malicious Android and iOS apps. The purpose of the botnet was to secretly install apps on the infected devices that would show and play unwanted ads. At its peak, PeachPit was communicating with more than 121,000 Android devices and more than 159,000 iOS devices a day. Human Security says the Bad Box Group operates out of China and most likely has access to hardware supply chains. A threat actor has stolen more than $100,000 worth of cryptocurrency from Python developers this year. The attacker used hundreds of malicious Python libraries uploaded to the official PyPI portal. The libraries contained a Windows info stealer that collected passwords and other valuable data from developer machines. Security firm Checkmarks says the campaign began in April this year and sophistication grew each month. A Chinese cyber espionage group has launched a campaign against semiconductor companies in Taiwan, Hong Kong and Singapore. 
The attack attempts to infect targets with a version of the Hyperbro loader and relies on a TSMC-themed lure. The malware was previously used in attacks carried out by the Emissary Panda Group, which is also known as APT27, Budworm or Lucky Mouse. Apple has released a security update for iOS devices to patch two actively exploited zero days. The first is a vulnerability in the iOS kernel that Apple says was exploited against older iPhones using iOS 16.6 or lower. A second is a zero day in the libvpx library that Google discovered last week. Atlassian has also released a security update to patch an actively exploited zero day in its Confluence software. The vulnerability can be used to create unauthorized admin accounts and access Confluence resources. The vulnerability has a severity rating of 10 out of 10. Google has announced that its newest Pixel 8 smartphone will receive seven years of software and security updates. Previously, Pixel devices were only supported for five years. Google announced the new Pixel 8 extended support on the same day the company released Android 14, the latest version of the Android mobile operating system. Supermicro has released a security update to patch seven vulnerabilities in the IPMI firmware of its BMC products. Several of the patched vulnerabilities can be exploited by unauthenticated attackers to gain root access to remote systems via the BMC web-facing interface. More than 70,000 Supermicro IPMI BMC systems have their web interfaces exposed on the internet. Truffle Security has discovered more than 700 live API keys and passwords that were included in GitHub comments. The comments were in pull requests and issue trackers. But we can't blame the bots. Researchers say human users were responsible for 97% of all the leaked keys and passwords. A cyber attack has disrupted British virtual mobile operator Laika Mobile. The company says the incident affected national and international calling and prevented customers from adding new minutes to their SIM cards. Laika says the incident impacted 56 of 60 countries the company is active in. Unaffected markets included the US, Australia, Ukraine and Tunisia. Sony Interactive Entertainment has joined the list of companies impacted by the move at Hacks. The company says the hackers stole data on current and former employees and their families. The breach took place in late May, according to a letter filed with US authorities. Almost 7,000 people are impacted. The Move It breaches have now hit more than 2,300 organisations. That's all for this podcast edition. Today's show was brought to you by our sponsor, Proofpoint. Find them at proofpoint.com. 